M A I N M E N U Main Menu Main Menu Welcome to Main Menu for August 14, 2010. I'm Jamie Pauls. On this week's show, Mary Emerson reviews the Olympus DM4 digital voice recorder. That's coming up on this edition of Main Menu. We have a little extra time this week, so I thought I would remind everyone of ways you can find out what is happening on Main Menu. To only receive announcements about upcoming Main Menu programming, send a blank email to announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. To join a mailing list where you can interact with other listeners about all of the programming you hear on the station, send a blank message to friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. For many of us, Twitter has replaced email lists as our way of interacting with others in the blind community. If you wish to only receive posts about what is coming up on Main Menu with a sprinkling of other information included, Follow Main Menu on Twitter by visiting www.twitter.com slash main menu. That's www.twitter.com slash main menu. If you would like to follow my personal posts on Twitter, which do include thoughts related to what you hear on Main Menu, follow me by going to www.twitter.com slash J-A-M-I-E-P-A-U-L-S. Once again, that's www.twitter.com slash J-A-M-I-E-P-A-U-L-S. We welcome your feedback about the show. If you have any questions or comments, write to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. We would be glad to hear from you. You can also contact me about submitting content of your own to Main Menu. Main Menu at acbradio.org works for that as well. I am considering reinstituting a comment line and may do that in the future. Finally, you can download or stream archives of each week's show by visiting http://mainmenu.acbradio.org. Once again, that's http://mainmenu.acbradio.org. If you would prefer to automatically receive each week's show as a podcast, you can subscribe at the iTunes store or paste the following address into your favorite program for receiving podcasts. http mainmenuacbradioorg rss.php Once again, http mainmenuacbradioorg rss.php I would like to thank all of you who submit comments regularly concerning the show. Your input is greatly appreciated. And now, to our main feature. Hi everybody, this is Mary Emerson, and I am here to review the Olympus DM4 digital recorder. So I am now recording on this machine as it comes out of the box. I've got the machine plugged into the AC adapter so it's going to start to charge and also when I plugged it in the machine switched on so let me stop this recording and I will give you a little more information as I find out more and I must say I have a lot of concerns about this machine I really think their design is going in a direction that I don't think is very usable or very accessible I think they're trying to make these machines just a bit more complicated than they need to be. Also, I had a problem trying to get the thing to work when I initially got it out of the box, and it turned out that the problem was the charge. It wasn't charged enough, and so I had to let it charge for a few hours. It's supposed to be totally charged after three hours, and I didn't know that. Also, when you charge it, it won't automatically charge if you plug it in unless you have it set to charge through the AC adapter. When I got mine out of the box, it was set up so that it would charge through the USB port, and I didn't realize that at first. 
and so it didn't really charge until I plugged it into the PC. But then I had trouble doing that because for some reason my PC would not recognize the device when I used any old USB cable. I had to use the one that was included with the machine. So those were two things that I really didn't know. And the reason that I didn't know them is because there are different versions of the manual. When you get the device itself, the manual is a basic version. It has 13 pages of English and the rest of the pages are in other languages. This is a manual that you can download from Olympus, but when you get it, the security locks it and even my third-party conversion software could not convert the PDF file into a text file. And I used to be able to do that with the 520, even with the security options turned on. So I didn't really have a manual that I could use. And the manual that is included in the device itself in the OL underline manual folder is a PDF file, but you've got to have the thing charged up enough to get the computer to see the device so that you can go in and get the manual and fortunately the security is turned off for that particular PDF manual and you can convert that to a text file but all of this is just a bit convoluted and I found trying to access the device for the first time rather difficult. There were things that I just hadn't figured out for a while and it would have been much easier had I been able to get an unsecured manual from the web. In addition to all of this, in order to get the device to charge via the AC adapter, I discovered that the default was USB. And in order to switch to the AC adapter, it doesn't happen automatically. The 520 works very much the same. You have to get into the menus, and once you're in the menus, you have to search for the USB options, and there is a toggle in there so you can toggle between the USB and the AC power. This is another thing that takes getting used to if you use the AC adapter to charge the device, and yet you have to get the files out using your PC USB port it's easy to forget to switch from AC to USB. So you plug your device into the PC and it doesn't recognize it because you haven't told the Olympus machine that you want to use the USB cable. And I find this to be very, very annoying. I think it's a design flaw because I don't remember devices previous to the 520 and the 420 having this particular function. There are different versions of the manual. There is the detailed version, which is in the device itself, in PDF files, in English, Spanish, and French. There is a basic manual, which is about 25 or 30 pages long. It's a print booklet. 13 pages of it are in English. The rest of it is in other languages, Spanish and French. You can get it off the web. That was the version that I got initially that had the security locks in place. Also, with the device, you get a little quick start guide, and this is a fold-out, feels like glossy magazine pages, but the pages are probably about two inches square. In all of these manuals, the print is very, very small. So even as an Opticon user, I was having trouble trying to read the print. Okay, I should tell you what comes with the recorder. And as I tell you, I will give you a little more detail about it. First of all, the recorder itself comes unassembled. The battery is a rechargeable battery. It is a lithium-ion battery, and it's a flat battery. It's a square battery, and you have to be careful how you put it in. There are terminals on one edge, kind of near one of the corners, if I remember right, it's the upper left corner. So if you have that facing the back of the machine, you should be able to fit the battery in correctly. The way that you will know the battery works is when you 
put the battery in and close it up, then it will turn on eventually. And there will be a distinctive sound when it turns on. The sounds that the machine makes are softer than any other machine that I've had. And even though you can turn the volume up on some things, you cannot turn the volume up on other things. You can turn the volume up while you're listening to a file, but when you're out of file listening mode, whether you're in the recorder or music or something, then there doesn't seem to be any way to turn the volume up because the arrow keys do other things other than volume. It's fairly easy to put the recorder together. You put the battery in and the battery lid goes on the back of the machine similar to what you had in the DM520. And the machine itself does not come with external microphones. And there is one mic jack on the top and the headphone jack is in the left edge near the left microphone. So the way the machine looks is somewhat similar but not entirely. I'll be talking a little about that too. Once you get the machine together, if you want to use the AC adapter, you have to put that together. And remember, if you saw the DM520, the AC adapter, you had to order it separately. Well, it comes with this machine, and you get it in the package with the recorder. But it has a piece that fits on the underside of the AC adapter, which is the part that has the prongs for U.S. outlets. The DM520 had four sets of prongs, and you just got all four sets, and they were for different parts of the world. And you chose the one that was appropriate for you. Well, this time they provide the outlet for the locality where you are going to be receiving your machine. And you have to assemble the AC adapter. It attaches quite easily. And if you want to detach the prongs that you put in because you might be going to another country or another location, there is a button on the underside of the AC adapter on that separate piece that you attached. And when you push that button down, you can easily slide the prongs out. Not the prongs, but the piece that has the prongs. And then you can attach another piece. In addition to the AC adapter and the machine itself, you get a couple of other things. You get a set of earbuds, pretty good quality. You get the usual lanyard, which is a few inches long. You can attach it to your wrist and then attach it to the recorder. You get the USB cable and you get a little extension adapter sort of thing that converts from a large to a mini USB cable. You get the CD with the Sonority software. I've never used that software, so I don't bother with it. And then you get the case. And this little case is really a joke, folks. There is just a simple foam case. It doesn't fasten at the top, and there's no opening for the buttons on the face of the machine. It's just a little thing that you slide the machine into. There is a loop on one side, on the top side, top edge near the opening where you put the machine in. But that's all there is to it. It's just a very simple little foam case. And if they had made this a bit more usable, it would have been nice because it could protect the machine quite well. But the machine could fall out of this thing. I'm going to describe the machine. First of all, looking at the edges. The top edge has stereo microphones, one on the left and one on the right at the top. In the middle between these microphones is the external microphone jack. There is nothing to hold an external microphone in as you saw with the DM520 and the DS71. This means that any external mic that you plug in could turn around and face the wrong way. If you had it facing you, for example, and if the mic got turned around in the machine, you could have it facing the wrong way and not realize it. The right edge contains three items. The first one is a button that is supposed to be used for voice 
recognition recording. I have heard, although this is not mentioned in the manual, that voice recognition requires Dragon Naturally Speaking, but I haven't seen that in the manual. This, I guess, is a sweetheart deal between Dragon Naturally Speaking and Olympus. And this is the kind of thing that's done all the time in the computer industry. Below this button, you have the usual on and off and lock mechanism. And it works pretty much the same as other machines. The on sound is a little different. When I turn it on, it makes this sound. And when I turn it off, it's a softer rather familiar sound. So that's the on and off function. And on the bottom there are two items. One in the right side as the machine is lying on a table and the bottom is facing you is the dedicated AC adapter. Unlike the DM520 you do not have to connect the AC adapter to the USB cable to make it work. It does have a dedicated AC adapter, which is good. That was another thing I did not like about the 520, is it just used that USB cable for a lot of things, and I think it might have been confusing to some people. To the left of the AC adapter is the mini USB port, and as I've said before, you can use this with the supplied USB cable to plug this thing into your PC, but you've got to get into the menus and tell it that you're not using AC power. You can charge through the USB port or through the AC adapter. I want to make that clear. I don't think I mentioned that previously. On the left edge, going up toward the top, you have, first of all, the little door that you open. You kind of lift it up, and it goes off and it has, it's hinged toward the bottom of the machine and you open it up. And this is the slot for the micro SD card. You can use it either with a higher capacity or a lower capacity. I think it's supposed to be usable up to 32 gig. Above this, there is the headphone jack. On the back, you have the battery compartment, which slides out toward the USB and AC adapter. So you kind of push down and then you snap it out by sliding it out toward the bottom. It's a little bit hard to do, so you have to be a little firm about it. And then above this, toward the top of the machine, is a speaker. It is on the underside, as it is with other models. Now the top face of the machine, you have a very, very large display. I guess it's supposed to be about two inches from top to bottom. And it's also supposed to be color. I don't know if it is or not, since I'm not going to look at it. Below that, there are three function buttons, F1, F2, and F3. And a couple of these can be changed. Below these three buttons, there are two other buttons. The one on the left is stop. The one on the right is record. And I think if you want to pause, you push the record button, and you'll hear the usual couple of beeps. And then you push record again to resume recording. Below that is the circle, and it's round, but the buttons are quite distinguishable. They aren't a continuous button, as we've seen on previous models, and there's something similar to the um, DM520, although each button has a little symbol on the top of it. For example, the top and bottom buttons have a symbol that goes from left to right, the right and left buttons have a symbol that goes from top to bottom. And in the middle is an elongated button, which is OK or Enter or Play. This you also use as the Play button. And these buttons do different things when you're in different modes. For example, if you're playing a file, the buttons up and down will control the volume. If you are in a menu, which you're going to be in when you turn the machine on, you are in 
a menu activation and menu navigation mode, which means that when you move up and down, it moves among the menu items. When you push right or left, it either goes into the menu for the right or out of the menu to the left until it beeps in a rather peculiar way to tell you that you are totally out. And in the menu mode, the enter button in the middle of the circle is the OK button. And if you want to get out of a menu without changing anything, you just push the left arrow. So that is similar to the way that the other machines have operated. And a few brief items here, which I'll probably be scattering throughout this presentation. The battery pack that comes with the machine is a battery pack. It is not a recognizable AA, AAA, whatever type battery. It is a flat square item. File naming conventions for this machine are different. They contain the date. Let's say that we want to indicate that we did the recording on June the 21st. The name would be as follows. Let's assume it's a WAV file. V is in Victor, OC, underline, 10, that's for 2010, 0621 hyphen 0034. Let's say this is file 34, dot WAV, or dot mp3, or dot WMA, whatever your extension is. So that is an example of a typical file name. Okay, now I think we have enough of a charge in the machine to start going through the menus. When you turn this thing on, you are already in a menu. You are in the menu of modes, and you will notice as I go up and down these menus that recorder is one mode, and then there are other modes in addition to this. These modes are actually folders. For example, music is a music folder where you store all of your music. Recorder is the folder where you have folders A through E, and you can record in these folders. You cannot record in music or some of the other modes because these folders will contain files that you download from a PC. So the only place you can record is within folders A through E. And these do wrap. So I guess some people find that they end up in different modes. I seem to always end up in the recorder mode when I turn this thing on. And preferences is one of the modes. So you can get to preferences by just going up and down this menu. The three buttons right below the display seem to be function buttons. F1 will usually tell you the time, but I have not set my time, so I really don't care too much about that one. The middle button, if I have the machine unplugged, will tell me the battery status. And the right button will tell me various things that I can do in the recording mode. One of the things that I can do is erase files, and I will show you that a little later on. But for now, let's turn the machine on, and I will tell you what goes on with this. And you will notice also that the sounds are softer. And I'm going to start pushing buttons here. The button on the left side is going to tell me the time is going to be wrong. January 1st, 2010, 5.02 a.m. The middle button. Battery level high. And the right button, as I said, is the different modes. But instead of doing that, I'm going to push the arrow buttons. And I'm going to push down arrow first. And I'm going to push the up arrow. Recorder. This is where we were when I turned the machine on. So I'm going to tell you the modes. First of all, we had recorder, and then down arrow. Music. Podcast. Podcast. Audiobooks. Audiobooks. Picture. Picture. Audio diary. Audio diary. Preferences. Preferences. Recorder. Recorder. 
Now you can turn the volume up when you're in a file. I don't know how to turn the volume up otherwise, but it seems that when I am in a file, that seems to be the only way that I can adjust the volume on this device. However, we're going to get into preferences and start walking around within here and we'll see what we've got. We have quite a lot of them, so I'm going to go through them rather quickly because the whole point of this is just to show you the options that are available. Okay, I'm going to up arrow to preferences. Preferences. And in order to get into a menu, you go to the right by pushing a right arrow to get out of it. And eventually to get totally out of the menus, you go to the left arrow repeatedly if necessary. Some of these menus wrap, and I've already run into one menu that does not wrap. Record menu. I'm going to tell you what the menus are within the inside of preferences right now so that you can get a feel for what we've got. First is record menu. Play menu. Play menu. Display and sound menu. Display and sound menu. System menu. System menu. Record menu. And we're to record menu. Now I'm going to go into record menu. And we already know that this thing is defaulting to WMA files, but I don't want that. So I'm going to be adjusting things as we go along here. Right arrow. Microphone sensitivity setting. Ah, this is the first one. Right arrow. Middle. What? Middle. Oh, middle. So I'm going to go up. High. High. Low. Low. Middle. Middle. And I'm going to get out of this. Microphone sensitivity setting. I pushed the left arrow. Down arrow. Recording mode setting. Ah, now we're going to get to the good stuff. Right arrow. WMA mode. That's what it's on. I'm going to down arrow. PCM mode. That's what I want, but I want to show you what the other options are. MP3 mode. WMA mode. PCM mode. I want PCM mode. Now, let's see if there are any things within these modes. In PCM mode, right arrow. 44.1 kilohertz. That's what I want, but let's see what other choices there are. 48 kilohertz. 44.1 kilohertz. Okay, so it just toggles. And it's already the default, so I'm going to left arrow. PCM mode. Okay. MP3 mode. I down arrowed to MP3. I may as well set this. And I'm going to right arrow. 320 kilo BPS. Down arrow. 256 kilo BPS. 192 kilo BPS. 128 kilo BPS. That's what I want, but let's see what else we have. 320 kilo BPS. Okay, so 128 is the lowest, and that's what I usually use. So I'm going to set that. 128 kilo BPS. By pushing the middle button. 128 kilo BPS set. Okay, then I'm going to left arrow out. Record menu. I'm just in the record menu, but I want to get back into these because I want to see what the WMA options are. Microphone sensitivity setting. Recording mode setting. MP3 mode. WMA mode. Okay, let's right arrow. STXQ mode. And this is where we have the old standard STXQ, which I guess this is the default. STHQ mode. Down arrow. STSP mode. HQ mode. These are monaural settings here. SP mode. LP mode. STXQ mode. This was the default, so I'm going to leave it, and I'm going to back out. WMA mode. Now I'm going to make sure that we still have PCM mode set. So I'm going to down arrow. PCM mode. And right arrow. 44.1 kilohertz. That's correct. 
back left arrow and I'm going to push the OK button on this. 44.1 kilohertz. 44.1 kilohertz send. Okay, I'm backing out. Record menu. Down arrow. Play menu. Play menu. Are we done with recording though? Record menu. That's right arrow. Microphone sensitivity setting. Yeah, it does kind of skip you around here. You've got to double check to see where you were because sometimes it'll get you out of everything and you don't want to do that yet. So we've already done the mic sensitivity. I left it at middle. Recording mode setting. And we did that. Recording level setting. Ah, here we go. Okay, right arrow. Auto. Manual. Auto. You can set auto or manual settings, and I usually keep it on auto, so I'm going to leave that. Recording level setting. Down arrow. Zoom mix setting. Okay, let's right arrow. Off. Zoom. Narrow. This is the zoom microphone. It'll let you give the field of recording. You can essentially turn it from unidirectional to an omnidirectional and you can have cardioid patterns and all sorts of things here Wide. Off. okay I'm gonna keep it off because I think it was already off and back out with left arrow Zoom mix setting. low cut filter setting low cut I usually turn that off so let's right arrow off. it's off and this, I believe, is usually off and on. On. Off. Right. Okay. Now I'm going to left arrow. Low cut filter setting. Down arrow. VCVA setting. This I usually turn off. This is essentially a sound activation. Whenever the th thing senses that there's a sound coming at it, then it starts recording and it stops when there's no more sound. And I usually keep that off, too. Let's right arrow to see what it is. On and off setting. Ah, so we have choices. We have on and off. Standby monitor setting. And standby. On and off setting. It should be off, so I'm going to right arrow. Off. On. Off. Okay, it's already off. So let's left arrow. On and off setting. Down arrow. Standby monitor setting. Right arrow. Off. And it is off. And let's see what the choices are. On. Off. So it's just a toggle. So let's back out. Standby monitor setting. VCVA setting. Down arrow. Recording scene setting. Okay. Let's right arrow. Recording scene select. And let's down arrow. Save recording scene. Okay. These are the scene settings, and I'm not going to save anything, but let's see what the scenes are. Recording scene select. I'm going to right arrow. Off. Off. Now, this is if you want to get into lecture or dictation or conference. And let's down arrow, because I think we have quite a few selections here. Dictation. Dictation. Conference. Conference. Lecture. Lecture. Preset 1. And then we have presets that you can save. Preset 1. Preset 2. Preset 3. Off. Dictation. This is off, so I'm going to turn it off. Off. And that's what the default is already. So let's back out. Recording scene select. Down arrow would get us to save, so let's not do that. We're going to back out. Recording scene setting. My one complaint about the speech is it's harder to understand. Down arrow. Timer recording setting. Now this I don't mess with, but let's get into right arrow and see what we've got. Preset 1. Preset 2. Preset 3. Preset 1. I'm going to back out. 
Timer recording setting. Folder name setting. Folder name settings. I don't usually bother with that either, but let's see what the choices are. Folder A. Folder B. Folder C. Folder D. Folder E. Folder A. Okay, that's what they're called, but you can change folder names with this machine. And let's say that I want to change folder E. Folder E. I'm in folder E, so I'm going to right arrow. Folder E. And I'm going to down arrow. Car. Now this is, you can change these folder names to these presets. This is car. Train. Train. Plane. Plane. Work. Work. Interview. Interview. Business trip. Business trip. Conference. Conference. Lecture. Lecture. Class. Class. Memo. Memo. Record. Record. Telephone recording. Telephone recording. Conversation. Conversation. Hobby. Hobby. Lesson. Lesson. Language lesson. Language lesson. Music. Music. Event. Event. Folder E. And we're back to folder E. So just wanted to let you know that you can change some of these names. But you cannot originate your own names. You have to pick what they give you. And I'm back on folder E, and I haven't said anything, so I'm going to get out of here. Back out. Folder name setting. Microphone sensitivity setting. And we're back to mic sensitivity. Okay, now we're done with record. Record menu. And I backed out to record menu. Down arrow. Play menu. Play menu. And we're going to right arrow. Noise cancellation setting. And that I usually turn that off. So let's right arrow. Off. High. Low. Off. Okay, let's leave it on off. Left arrow. Noise cancellation setting. Down. Euphony setting. That I usually turn off too. This is sort of like an equalizer. Right arrow. Off. Power. Wide. Natural. Off. Let's left arrow. Euphony setting. Voice filter setting. Voice filter, I usually keep that off. Off. On. Off. Just a toggle. Left arrow. Voice filter setting. Repeat playback setting. Okay. I don't usually want to repeat stuff, but let's see what the choices are. Off. One file. List. Off. Okay, left arrow. Repeat playback setting. Random playback setting. Now that I don't usually want either. Right arrow. Off. On. Off. Okay, left arrow. Random playback setting. Playback speed setting. Now this is usually handy if you write something down real quick and you want to hear it really quick, so I speed things up pretty good. Right arrow. 100. 90. 80. Oh, these are in percentages. 70. 60. 50. The range for this is 50, which is 50%, which is half speed, all the way up to 100, which is normal speed, up to 600, which is six times normal speed. So the numbering system is somewhat different than in previous recorders. 100. Okay, we'll leave it there and back out. Playback speed setting. Skip interval setting. Skip interval. Now this is important because sometimes you want to skip by file, sometimes you want to skip within a file. So let's right arrow. Skip. Reverse skip. Skip. Uh, this is just like last time with the 520. Let's right arrow for skip. File skip. It's on file. 10 seconds skip. 30 seconds skip. 1 minute skip. 5 minutes skip. 10 minutes skip. File skip. That's what I want, file skip, so that's fine. Left arrow. Skip. Reverse skip. File skip. That's also file, so I'm going to back out. Reverse skip. Skip interval setting. Down arrow. Playback scene setting. 
Playback scene settings. Playback scene select. Okay, let's select. Let's go to right arrow. This is off, and I'm going to see what the choices are. Preset 1. Preset 2. Preset 3. Preset 4. Preset 5. Off. Okay, this is off, so I'm just going to leave it alone. Playback scene select. And down below it should be a save. Playback scene saving. Playback scene select. Okay, so that's the scenes for playback. Playback scene setting. Noise cancellation setting. And we're down to noise cancellation again, which I think we've already done. Play menu. Display and sound menu. Display and sound. Okay, we're going to go to the right. Backlight setting. This is backlight, and I believe I set it to... Lighting time setting. We have different things within backlight, lighting time, dim light time, dim light time, brightness setting, and brightness, lighting time setting. And I couldn't figure out how to turn this off, so I I think I set it to what I thought might be the dimmest backlight because sometimes if you want to read something, the backlight gets in the way. It's just really kind of a nuisance. Let's get out of backlight settings. Backlight setting. LED lamp setting. LED lamp settings. And to the right. Off. I have it off. And let's down arrow. On. On. Off. It's just a toggle. So back out. LED lamp setting. Down. Beep sound setting. Beep sounds. Okay. To the right. Volume 5. I have that set to volume 5. It goes from 1 to 5. Volume 5. If I up arrow, it's on 5. It doesn't wrap. So that's as loud as I can get the beeps. And let's get out. Beep sound setting. Down. Language select menu. Language select. English. English is, of course, the default. French. French. Spanish. Spanish. English. English. Of course, that's what we want. So let's back out. This was already the default. Voice guidance setting. Ah, now we're to the voice guidance because when above it was... Beep sound setting. Language select menu. Voice guidance setting. Now we're in voice. Now, right arrow. Menu guide. Menu guide. This you want to keep on. Definitely. If you can't see what the menus are, you need to hear them. So let's right arrow. On. Off. On. On. Definitely. It's a toggle. Menu guide. Down arrow. File guide. File guide. And this also you need to keep on. And let's right arrow. On. Off. On. Just a toggle. Left arrow. File guide. Guidance speed setting. Guidance speed. This is to get her to talk faster or slower. I've got it on... 100. 100. And I guess this is one of those things you can really speed her up if you want. But I like to keep it on 100. This is pretty much what it was. Guidance speed setting. Down arrow. Volume setting. Volume. And I usually keep this on 4. Volume 4. And we're on 4. If I turn it up to 5, it's too loud, because this is just a little tiny speaker. So 4 is about what we have. And left arrow. Volume setting. Down. Menu guide. Menu guide, we've already been to. File guide. And file guide, we've already been to. So let's back out. Voice guidance setting. Down. Alarm playback setting. Alarm playback. I don't usually mess with this, but let's see what we have. Preset 1. We have various presets, and since I'm not going to use this, I'm going to bail out of it and left arrow. Alarm playback setting. Down. Backlight setting. And we're at backlight settings. And I think we've been here before. LED lamp with setting. With the LEDs and all that, so let's left arrow. Display and sound menu. Down. 
System menu. System, right? Function key settings. Function key settings. Now this is going to be fun. This is the three keys going across right below the display. I'm going to right arrow. F1. F1. And right arrow. List. List. And what do we have? We have list. Off. Off. Repeat. Random. Play speed. Index. AB. Erase. Display. List. Okay, I might change that to erase, though. That would be a little easier, but let's leave it at list, because that's a default. Okay. And down. F2. F2. And right arrow. Index. It's the index. And I'm going to down arrow to see what the choices are. Okay, let's leave it on index, left arrow. F1. Let's get out of here. And this should be the function key settings. I'm not saying anything. System information. I'm up arrowing. Function key settings. Down arrowing. That's what we're on, function keys. Down arrow. Memory select. Memory select. And this should default to internal memory. Right arrow. Please insert the micro SD card. Well, I don't have a micro SD card and I don't bother with it, so I'm going to back out. System menu. Okay. And let's down arrow. Record menu. Uh, this is the last thing, but I want to see if we've menu. got any more in here. So, right arrow. Function key setting. Memory select. Down arrow. Auto power off. Auto power off. Off. Off, which is what I like. And then we have choices. Five minutes. Ten minutes. Thirty minutes. One hour. Two hours. Three hours. Off. And we're on off. So left arrow. Auto power off. Down. Time and date setting. Time and date, down arrow. USB setting. USB. This is where you change your battery charging options. And I'm going to right arrow. AC adapter connection. Yes, that's what I have and that's what I prefer. But you have another choice. Variable. Variable, which I've never used. PC connection. PC connection. This will let you charge via the USB. Down. Reset setting. Reset. I don't think I'm going to mess with that. Format menu. Format menu. That's if you want to format this device. Down arrow. Memory information. Memory information. I think that's all visual, so I'm not going to go into that. System information. System information is probably even more visual stuff, so I'm not going into that either. Function key and we're back to function key. So let's get out of this. System menu. And we're out of the system menu. Down arrow. Record menu. Record. So that should give you a pretty good idea of how this works. Let me get out of this by pushing left. And that says we're out. Here's the off sound. Erasing a file is a little bit convoluted. I'm on a blank file, and I'd like to erase it. And you have to push the third button to the right, and this is the third button across the three buttons, rightmost. I'm pushing it, and then you push the up arrow. Well, this works sometimes. Record menu. Okay, record menu. I'm pushing up arrow. Erase. And I'm pushing OK, which is the middle of the circle. File erase mode. And I'm pushing 
up. Yes. And I push OK. And I push up. Start a race. And I push OK. And it's gone. Inevitably, the question comes up, well, if somebody wants to use Sonority software for whatever reason, it mentions that you have to type in your serial number. In the CD envelope, along with the CD, there is a folded piece of paper. You take that piece of paper out, you unfold it, and you orient it so that the sticker stuck on the piece of paper is toward the very top. The long part of the sticker goes from left to right. And at the top of that sticker, it will say Olympus Sonority. And right below that, there will be a serial number written in very plain computer print. The numbers are quite large. They're very bold. And there are hyphens within these numbers. Every group of four or five has a hyphen, and there are probably five or six groups. And the rest of that page has licensing information on it. Near the end of the book, it says Alarm Message List. This has nothing to do with alarm clocks. It means error or alert messages. They have misused the word alarm. I am fairly sure, judging from the list of messages that are described, although they're not really described, they're mostly just listed, what it means is alert messages or error messages. So don't be alarmed by the word alarm. Okay, we're now in the low microphone sensitivity setting, and I'm not sure whether this is going to make too much of a difference between the low and the middle setting, but I wanted you to at least hear what this is like. I've got the recorder about a foot away from me, and I wish this thing had a windscreen on it that would make things much better. However, this is the low mic sensitivity and I'm using auto volume adjustment and I hope that this is a good enough example for you. If you would like to contact me, my email address is maryemerson at sbcglobal.net and thank you for listening. Hi, this is Marlena. Have you been listening to ACB Radio for a while and wonder how you can help? Well, there's a Donate to ACB Radio link now available from the main page at www.acbradio.org. And thank you so much for listening to ACB Radio, where your listening is our business. That concludes this edition of Main Menu. We trust you've enjoyed the program. On behalf of the entire Main Menu team, I'm Jamie Pauls wishing you and yours a great week.